unbreakable na 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 females are stronger good morning everybody happy tuesday it is i andrew devitri the mistress of pop culture of course serenading your precious ears with the iconic theme song from the unbreakable kimmy schmidt for good reason may i add uh because our first two stories have to do with the fabulous ellie kemper who of course portrayed um kimmy schmidt herself on the iconic netflix series written and i think created by tina fey obviously a genius um, but obviously uh as of the last two weeks surprisingly ellie kemper has found herself in a little bit of hot water which is really unsuspected from her but like a queen, like an incredible person she is, she dealt with it, and we're going to talk about more about that later, but I hope everybody's having a great start to the week. I was actually really sick yesterday on Monday, which is crazy, because I woke up really already, uh, already, I woke up really early feeling a little out of sorts, but I was like, this is probably just because I have to pee, I'm, you know, I was hot, I didn't have my AC on, so I was like, okay, this is weird. But I didn't have a coffee, because I was just, I was feeling off, you know, you just, your body feels weird, and um, essentially, you know, to make a long story short, I, my, I had an upset, I had an upset, upset, why can't I speak? I had an upset tummy, um, I went to get my car serviced for its 10,000 mile service, and I was like, oh, I feel so, I just feel off. So I went to have a hot chocolate there, and I think it was either the dairy and the hot chocolate, because afterwards, the only thing I put in my mouth, yes, the only food I, like, put down in my uh, throat yesterday was, um, from Veggie Grill, and it was a, uh, Beyond, uh, Impossible Burger, which is meat, uh, plant-based, no meat in it because meat upsets my tummy, so I know it wasn't that. So it was either the hot chocolate that I had, which probably contained dairy, and or, and you might think I'm crazy for this, but I took four Advil Sunday night before bed because I had a headache, and I don't know why I took four. I usually just take two, and my body was like, what are you doing? So maybe that was it too, so I attribute to whatever I had to that. But I'm being a little bit letter. Uh, whoa, I literally cannot speak today, and I'm not starting this episode over again. I'm feeling a little bit better because I just finished watching uh, Cruella with uh, two of my pals, Mayank and then Corey, his roommate, at Mayank's place, um, which is obviously where my dog lives. So it was fabulous because it was a two and a half hour film and obviously I got to cuddle with my pup, which is fabulous because my dog was watching the movie too because obviously there are Dalmatians in the dog along with two other dogs, which are owned by Cruella and her two besties. But it's a fabulous movie too, so I hope everybody's had a chance to watch Cruella. It is streaming now, Disney Plus, Premiere Access, which I, of course, paid for because um, I support the arts and I support Emma Stone and Emma Thompson, too. Icons. But aside from that, much else, uh, not much else is new. Um, we are going into our second day of the week, which this week's kind of going by slow, but you know what? Some weeks just go by slow, and some weeks just go by quick. Um, it all depends on how your your perspective, if you will. But anyways, aside from all that, uh, Kerbobble, I have four great stories for you guys today, two of which have to do with Ellie Kemper, and the other two are uh, sort of, uh, yeah, linked to what I talked about yesterday in yesterday's episodes. Um, so without further ado, everybody, here is our first story of the day. This is from CNN. Um, Ellie Kemper apologizes for participating in controversial pageant as a teen. Okay, actress Ellie Kemper is apologizing for her involvement in a debutante ball as a teenager that has come under recent criticism for the organization's controversial history. Kemper was crowned the Queen of Love and Beauty at the Vail Profit Ball in 1999. The organization is based in Missouri and was founded in 1878 by former Confederate officers. My, my, my. Um, Kemper addressed... Uh, this is basically what Ellie said, and I'm going to read this directly to you from her Instagram, um, in which case she has 194,000 likes. Uh, on this particular, it's a slideshow of sorts, so it's a little bit long, so just bear with me, but it's it's well, well written. Hi guys, when I was 19 years old, I decided to participate in a debutante ball in my hometown. The century-old organization that hosted the debutante ball had an unquestionably racist, sexist, and elitist past. I was not aware of the history at the time, but ignorance is no excuse. I was old enough to have educated myself before getting involved. I unequivocally deplore, denounce, and reject white supremacy. At the same time, I acknowledge that because of my race and my privilege, I am the beneficiary of a system that is 
dispensed unequal justice and unequal rewards. There is a very natural temptation when you become the subject of internet criticism to tell yourself that your detractors are getting it all wrong. But at some point last week, I realized that a lot of the forces behind that criticism are forces that I spent my life supporting and agreeing with. Um, I believe strongly in the values of kindness, integrity, and inclusiveness. I try to live my life in accordance with these values. And my experience is an indication that organizations and institutions with pasts that fall short of these beliefs should be held to account. Then I have to see this experience in a positive light. And then to conclude, she said, I want to apologize to the people I've disappointed. And I promise that moving forward, I will listen, continue to educate myself, and use my privilege in support of the better society I think we're capable of becoming. Thanks for reading this. And then many, many other celebrities um, commented. Mindy Kaling commented. Uh, Katie Couric. Uh, uh, Alec Baldwin. Uh, Rain Wilson. A lo- a likes, uh, amongst the likes of many. Um, so, basically, this is, this is, in my opinion a fabulous example of how to deal with controversy. Ellie wasn't canceled. This isn't cancel culture. This is called accountability culture, and she did just that. I do not believe Ellie Kemper... I mean, and I've watched many interviews. I've seen her in Bridesmaids. I've seen her in Kimmy Schmidt. Um, I've watched her on interviews. I do not even, like, detect one ounce of uh, uh, bigotry, racism, or anything from her. She's a fabulous, fabulous gal, um, not at all diva. She's been on Ellen a few times. I think she's even hosted Ellen. Um, so this is a, this is a great example of how to handle, you know, a bit of being in a little bit of hot water with grace and elegance. And, um, I quite honestly think it's fabulous. And I think it's great that she went directly into saying, uh, you, it is very common for people to say that, you know, those who are accusing the accused have all, uh, having their facts all wrong, basically what she said, but she said, no, I, I'm listening. So, that's fabulous. But anyways, let me see if this article uh, addresses anything else here. Um, Kemmer went on to, okay, the organization itself released their own statement last week stating what our organization believes in and promotes inclusion, diversity, and equality for this region. We absolutely reject racism and have never partnered or associated with any organization that harbors these uh, beliefs. Um, and I guess that's the uh, end of that article. But... Um, yeah, I exactly what I said. But this brings us to our second story today, which I'm going to go right into. This is from E! News. Titus Burgess responds to Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt co-star Ellie Kemper's ball, uh, ball apology. Uh, Titus was obviously Ellie's co-star on Kimmy Schmidt. He played Titus. He was fabulous in that show. And I've also had the privilege of seeing Titus Burgess on Broadway in Little Mermaid. He was Sebastian, and he is a stellar talent. So <clears throat> it was obviously when I when I saw this years ago, when I saw him on Kimmy Schmidt years ago, I was just so happy for his, you know, ri- star rising. Titus Burgess is weighing in after his Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt coat. <laughs> Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, not Kimmy Shit, sorry. Co-star Ellie Kemper apologized amid the controversy surrounding her resurface involvement in the Veil Profit Ball. A week after Ellie's name was trending on social media due to questions about her crowning as the, quote, queen of love and beauty in the 99 Veil Profit Ball at her home in the state of Missouri, the 41-year-old bridesmaids actress posted a statement to Instagram on Monday, June 7th, which is literally what I just read to you, in which she acknowledged the competing, acknowledged competing the event and uh, decreed some of the group's uh, controversial um, history. This led to Titus, who earned five Emmy nominations as Titus on Dramanade for the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt series um, on Netflix. And this is basically his response. Blah, 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 blah. This led to Titus. Okay, quote, I love my Ellie heart emoji. The 42-year-old actor captioned his uh, repost of Ellie's apology. Oh, and P.S. Next time, just ask me. I'll tell you what to do. Smiling face with three heart emojis. Ellie replied in the comments, I love you, Titus, adding three heart emojis. In her earlier statement of the day, the alum of the office had written, hey, guys. Oh, yeah. Basically, she goes on to uh, continue um, 
Yeah, the article goes on to reiterate basically what I mentioned before. Um, let me see. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But I, I, I'm glad that Titus supported his co-star and doesn't make doesn't surprise me at all because Titus and Ellie seem really tight. And um, again, uh, a fantastic example of how to deal with controversy and um, how to speak with grace. Listen and uh, just be smart about it. But I never thought Ellie was going to deny it or just sort of duck out of it. Uh, or you know, she doesn't. She just doesn't seem like she's that type of gal. Have you know carries that type of character. So <clears throat> fabulous, Ellie Kemper. Sorry for that pierced your ears, but you know. And this brings us to our third story of the day. Um, what would a week be? What would a day be without a Kardashian story? It wouldn't be anything because I just love them so much and adore them so much. But this is from page six. Kim Kardashian signs autograph with West in her name amid Kanye divorce. Very very interesting. Maybe she just likes the way it looks. Kim Kardashian signed an autograph for a fan on Friday uh, with her estranged husband Kanye West's last name appended to her own. Kardashian 40 scribbled Kim Kardashian West on a glamorous photo of herself on her way out of a dinner with mom Chris and sisters Kylie and Kendall at Craig's West Hollywood. Fun fact about Craig's it is two streets uh, over from where I live. And I'm not going to tell you which direction because I don't want people coming after me. But I will tell you this. I drive by Craig's almost every single day to go to, you know, wherever I have to go. And there's always paparazzi outside, so... You know, fun fact. It's a celeb on Everybody I love has been there. The cast of Friends, the Kardashians frequent it. It's fabulous. Um, however, quote, the West at the end of her signature may have just been a matter of brand consistency as she was signing a promotional staff for a KKW beauty line, which obviously uses her married initials. The signing came just one after one day after Kardashian broke her silence on the divorce from West 43, tearfully confessing on the episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians that she feels like a, quote, failure over the dissolution of their seven-year marriage. Um... By the way, there, the article also goes on to post a photo of Kim walking out. She literally, she's wearing this black jumpsuit and she looks iconic. Um, just like a queen, some fabulous crocodile purse. Not a Birkin, but something else. But I love that Kim is, um, you know, I mean, even, even if it's brand consistency, it's still paying homage to her husband. It's so, Kim always seems like she has so much respect for Kanye. And, you know, she's been notoriously tight-lipped about the ongoing pending divorce. Rightly so, as she should be, and it's not out of character for her to be so uh, respectful. Even about Chris Humphreys, like, when Oprah interviewed them years ago, I think I was still in college when the Oprah, Oprah did uh, the Kardashian film, the first time they were living in that other house, when Caitlyn was Bruce, and, you know, the girls were much younger, Kendall and Kylie, and Rob was there. Um, Oprah was asking about the 72-day marriage to Chris Humphreys, and she, she wouldn't say. She just said it's private. So, it's consistency. Kim has been consistently the same gal since literally the beginning of the show, which goes to show she really knows who she is. Her head's on straight, which is why she literally has amassed the insane fame that she has and success, too, because she's the same person. She's been the same person throughout. I mean, of course, I'm just speculating that because I don't know her person, but I'm assuming she's not, like, everything has just been, like, consistent. So, love some consistency. And, uh, I guess this brings us to our fourth final story of the day. A little bit of a, you know, a pivot from what I've been talking about. This has nothing to do with, with, with what I was talking about yesterday, actually. I thought it was uh, updating you guys with Jeff Bezos, but I didn't want to read that article because I, there was pretty much reiterating what I talked to you about um, yesterday. But this is also from page six. I'm somebody else who I adore and her family. Angelina Jolie takes birthday trip to NYC with kids amid custody drama. Okay, first of all, this, the, the photograph to start the article is of all of them arriving at JFK, Angie and all of her kids. Um, so first and foremost, fabulous that they take commercial airlines because I know they're taking private jets. Second of all, that must be so expensive for her to fly. I wonder if they all, if Angelina flies first class and all of them fly coach, or if they all fly business, if they all fly first class together. Like, that, I mean, I know Angelina's very wealthy, but still, that must be, that. that's not, that, that ain't cheap. 
Let me try to get my words out. Okay. Um, the gang's all here. Angelina Jolie celebrated her birthday week in New York with her six children amid the contentious legal battle with ex-husband Braddy Pitt. The actress, who turned 46 on Friday, and her kids were spotted arriving at JFK International Airport on Saturday, a rarity for the large brood. Uh, Jolie wore a Christian Dior trench coat and masked up due to the COVID-19 pandemic. She carried a Celine tote bag with a Louis Vuitton rolling bag. <laughs> yeah, so chic. Um, the Maleficent star shares 19-year-old Maddox, 17-year-old Pac, 16-year-old Zahara, 14-year-old Shiloh, and 12-year-old twins Viviana Knox with Pitt, the actor 57, was granted joint custody of the children of May after a lengthy court battle, which I've already talked about in past episodes. Um... My goodness, you guys, these kids are so fabulous, so chic. Um, and of course, Angie is too. I mean, Angelina Jolie is Angelina Jolie. She's a movie star. She's a silver, she's a silver screen star. I love that they're traveling and I love that, you know, stars are just like us. And um, I wonder what they did in New York because I know Broadway shows aren't open yet. And uh, that's actually been something I've been really uh, trying to figure out some dates of when I'm going to go to New York and see shows once they all open again because Broadway is definitely something I want to get back to. I haven't seen shows in, you know, since before COVID hit. So. I, uh, oh my gosh, excuse me. I'm tired because I need food and I don't have that much energy in me because pretty much everything I was putting in my stomach yesterday went right out the other side. <laughs> TMI, yeah, I know. Um, but, but you know what? You know, this is a really quick episode. So let me just see if there's anything else I can uh, read you guys because I don't want to just end it on uh, that little quick note. Let me see. I'm hopping over to peoplemagazine.com. Um, hmm. Stories, stories. There's really not that many. Oh, here's a cute little little tidbit. Loki Char, uh, this is from People Magazine, Lo- Lucky Charms releases limited edition Loki Charms cereal in honor of Marvel series Here's How to Get a New Box. Oh my god, they're mischievously delicious. Lucky Charms is going dark for a new limited cereal edition. Loki Charms, the cereal is a collaboration between General Mills and Marvel, and it's celebrating the new Loki series premiering on June 9th on Disney+. Plus. Which, by the way, if you follow me on TikTok, which I hope you do, at Andrew Dimitri, I'm going to be posting, um, you know, lots of clips and my opinions about the episode because I love Loki so much, and I love Marvel, and I love Disney+. Plus. Um... There were 3,500 boxes made available, $8 shipping, and you can visit mischievouslydelicious.com at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on June 9th, the pre-sale, which is available for the first 1,000 customers to guess the magic encryption where it begins at 9 a.m. Well, I'm definitely going to be ordering them because I love Lucky Charms. Even though I have a really sensitive stomach, I can drink it with almond milk. Um, so I'm definitely going to be ordering a pair. And by the way, you guys, Loki streams on Disney Plus Wednesday, which I'm going to be watching tomorrow at 12.01 a.m. because that's the kind of girl I am. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning once again for this Tuesday episode of The Mistress of Pop Culture. I am so grateful for once, uh, as always, for you guys tuning in. You can stream my podcast on... Spotify, Castbox Radio, Pocket Cast, iTunes Podcast app on the iPhone, uh, Castbox, uh, Google Podcast, basically anywhere podcast stream. Um, if there's any uh, breaking news stories, you know, hop right on here and uh, do my thing because uh, that is my job and that is my passion. But other than that, if uh, nothing else, if no other ball drops, I'll uh, chat with you guys on Wednesday. So have a great Tuesday and uh, <laughs> XOXO.